Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello, fellow law students. It's Erin from Legally NYC. Struggling with the ups and downs of law school? I've got just the thing for you. Themis Bar Review's Law School Essentials Program. This free, comprehensive resource is designed to guide you through every phase of law school. From gearing up for classes to tackling midterms and nailing those finals, Themis has you covered. Yes, two L's and three L's. This applies to you too. You'll get access to attorney-crafted comprehensive outlines, in-depth practice questions, and engaging video lectures from top law professors. These tools are tailored to build your skills for law school success and the bar exam. Visit bit.ly slash LegallyNYCThemis and take advantage of this amazing and completely free student supplement. Trust me, it's a game changer. Ready to buy your bar prep course? Legally NYC listeners use code LegallyThemis900 at themisbar.com for an exclusive $900 discount on the July 2024 Themis Bar Review course. This limited time offer expires on February 1st, 2024 and includes free access to UWorld's MBE QBank. Also, don't miss checking out Themis's impressive pass rates on their website. With Themis, you gain comprehensive support throughout law school to confidently ace your bar exam. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Legally NYC. You are in for a treat today because after I give you a little like update, what I've been up to, the main segment of this episode, we're talking about one of my favorite things, one of my favorite people. So um, you're like, this, this is going to be a good episode, full of energy, full of passion, and like full of statistics and shutting down some people that have made incorrect statements or just petty about things when they just like shouldn't be. And I was inspired by a conversation I had with um, someone this week. And I was like, you know, I should make a podcast episode about it this week because I'm just sick of people saying this with no context, with absolutely no reason, just for the fact that they're mad that, you know, it'll make sense once you know what the topic is. But, um, okay, so the topic is... Taylor Swift. We are talking Taylor Swift and the NFL. We are talking Taylor Swift and the AI um, situation and like about why she might have a lawsuit there because I watched a TikTok this past week that explained it really well and I was like, oh, okay, this is really cool. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, I also will tell you guys like 
who made the TikToks, you can watch the original because he explained it so well. Um, and we're going to talk, I feel like there was a third Taylor Swift thing. Oh, and uh, her new album. What do I think it's going to be about? But like the main thing is going to be about the Taylor Swift NFL thing because I'm just like, oh, I can't with the people that are just like, oh, why do they keep showing her on the camera? Like, we'll get into it. And like, if you have any like sense of like any common business sense at all, like you'll like, it makes sense and it's smart and it's, it's good for everybody except for the the petty little people that are like, I'm sick. I'm just sick of seeing her. Like, okay, you're like, okay, whatever. Anyway, we're going to get into it. And I'm going to go into the details and the breakdown of like why this is good for the NFL, why this is good for like young girls. We're going to go into like all of that and just why it's good for the, you know, kind of like taking down the patriarchy, that vibe. We're going to go into all of it and I'm going to explain why it's not annoying to see Taylor Swift on your TV and why it's beneficial to society, okay? But first, I'll give you guys a little update on what I've been up to and then we'll get into that and I'm so excited. Like I I've got like tabs open on my computer with statistics and stuff. Like I I'm excited for this one. This is going to be a fun one. Okay, so I tried to put an episode out two weeks ago, like the last Friday in January. And then I realized when I was looking at maybe recording one, when I was looking to record one for last Friday, I realized that the one the week before had not gone up. Like it just never finished uploading on Spotify. It was the first time I tried using the automatic like smart ad placement. And that, I guess that was my mistake. I'm not going to do that again because it like it didn't post then until I went back and I was like, what like a week later so um the episode I posted last week was from a week a week before but um now that I'm like into my routine and schedule we'll do a weekly episode because I've now been in my apartment for almost a month three weeks maybe let me see oh yeah because it's the 8th and I moved in the 15th 14th 15th 14th of January the 4th 5th 13th 13th. I moved in the 13th. My, wow, my sense of time is fantastic. My class has started the 16th, which was Tuesday, not Monday. Okay, anyway. So I am now a few weeks into class. So I've like tried out my classes. I love them. I feel like I told you guys what classes I was taking last week, but like I've been in my classes now for three weeks. Um, for four weeks through oh my god hang on I need to count guys I'm feeling really dumb right now one week two week three week four week. this was my fourth week so it was the third full week because the first week we didn't have Monday so I've had most of my classes for four weeks but my Monday class that's only on Mondays I've only had three times but so I've had my transgender and reproductive justice class three times four times now and I just I'm obsessed with that class it's just like so good we were talking about um transgender and intersex rights this week and reading cases that had to do with that and I was like this is so interesting and I just like this is the stuff that I love learning about and love talking about so I'm like this is this justice stuff this is what I want to do for a living so I'd been looking at like I wanted to do I thought like small firm but I think I'm gonna look more like justice like a nonprofit like fellowship type jobs for after graduation um I found one that I like that I want to apply for so I'm gonna look into that one um my professor actually used to work there so I'm gonna talk to her about it to ask her like 
what she thought of her time there. Because I think she might have done this exact same fellowship. I feel like it might be something they do every year, every couple of years. It's a two-year fellowship program. So maybe like every year they'll have like a second year fellow that and a first year fellow. I also don't know if it's only one person or multiple people. It wasn't clear from the job listing. So I've got to look a little bit more. But um, so yeah, so I'm obsessed with that class. It's so good. Lorelai and I are loving Brooklyn. Currently one of my roommates has COVID. So um, could be more fun, but that's okay. I'm waiting to see if I have COVID because our other roommate is going on vacation with her family. So she's not going to be here. So if we do both have COVID, that's like, we don't have to lock in our rooms right now. She's locked up in her room, unfortunately. But, um, so yeah, but I feel like I don't have any other updates. I've just been in class a couple weeks. Oh, I'm about to start working back at the firm that I worked at over the summer. So I'm going to have money again, guys. I'm going to have money to spend without being like, I'm spending money that I don't have. So, um, that's very exciting. And what's coming up? Oh, we've got Valentine's Day next week. If you guys are celebrating Valentine's Day in any way, like have fun. Um, I feel like I want to do like a fun little girls thingy that night because I don't have like any men in sight right now. I'm in my make out with strangers at bars era. Sorry, mother, if you're listening to that. Um, But no man in sight. So no like romantic Valentine's Day for me. But I want to do like a little girls thing. Like maybe go to like a sip and paint or like one of the like pottery painting places or just get like drinks or do like a charcuterie like in charcuterie and like wine night like in at one of our places so um we'll see we'll see we'll see but um yeah I feel like like you don't need to be in a relationship to celebrate Valentine's Day Valentine's Day is the day of love I love Lorelai I'm gonna celebrate her celebrate her every day I'm obsessed with her but I'm gonna celebrate her get your dog a heart-shaped treat I don't know. So I'll get Lorelai something for Valentine's Day. I just like it. I love the, cause I love the color scheme, the pink, the red. It's like, it's so cute. I'm going to wear a pink sweater and no, you can't stop me. And I'm going to love it. And you're going to love it. So like embrace Valentine's Day. It's a holiday about love. It's not a holiday about romantic love. Like St. Valentine. It's about love, about loving each other, loving yourself, loving your dogs, loving your friends, loving your family or your significant other if you have one, but, um, or not, or, and, and it's all of it. But, um, yeah, so that's, what's coming up. Other than that, like I'm starting working, it was supposed to be next week, but my boss asked if I could do a little bit for her tomorrow on a case. So I was like, sure. Like you're going to pay me. I'm not doing anything tomorrow. Why not? So I'm going to be working. So my schedule's going to change now. I had said like my schedule was like the ideal class schedule. They're in the afternoon, which is when I learned best. So that's still best. But I will be working Wednesday and Thursday morning and then Friday all day. But um, I only have to go in if my bosses are in the office. And I feel like they're in the office like half the time. Otherwise, I get to work remote. So I'll just have to like keep like check in with them like the day before, like check their calendar. Um, so, but so I won't have to be like out of bed, like in the office at 9.30 Wednesday and Thursday and Friday every time. Like a lot of times, at least one of those days will be remote, sometimes two of the days. But um, so I'll only be getting sleep in four days a week instead of seven days a week, which we know that's, that's not great for me, but like, it's, it's okay. Like I started at 9.30 there when I was there over the summer. Like it's not like it's 8 a.m. or something, 8.39, like it's nine. So I can still get up at eight, which means I can go to bed at midnight and sleep eight hours. And that's the math that I like because it's about 
30 minutes away, including walking. Because if I go to Grand Central, it's about 24, like walk from here. I need to wash my face. Sorry. A little bit destructive. ADHD, I guess. Um, Anyway, so yeah, so I can still wake up at 8, take care of Lorelai, you know, so we'll figure it out. I got to get back into like a morning, morning groove, but I'll still get to sleep in. I kept Monday and Tuesday for myself because those are my longer class days. So um, Saturday through Tuesday, every week I get to sleep in, which is lovely. Um, So my schedule will be changing, but that's okay because I do get paid there. So I'm not doing it for nothing. Like I get paid and it's good experience. And I like my bosses. They're really nice. I like working for them. Even though I think I want to do like justice work long-term. Like I like, I like working for them. They're nice people and I like family law. It's good. Um, it's a good one. I like it. Um, anyway, what was the other thing I was saying? Oh, oh, I know because I said to wash my face. It reminds me, reminded me the past few weeks. I was like, why? And and, like, this might help someone else if they're in the same situation. I was like, why am I breaking out between my nose and my mouth? What the fuck is going on? So then I was like, "Mm, maybe I need to incorporate some, like, maybe I need like a thicker, like lotion at night. Like, I don't know. So like I got a new lotion and I got a vitamin C serum and then my skin just kept getting worse between my nose and my mouth. And I was like, why am I breaking out so much? It was like all these little tiny, tiny little red bumpy. So I was like, these are tiny little pimples. This is so annoying. Come to find out. Um, also, it was when I was using my exfoliating brush. So I was like, damn, it's really like digging up some stuff. No, 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 no. All I did was irritate my skin. I caused myself to have a form of dermatitis, which my curology provider, because I have curology. So I messaged her. I sent pictures and I was like, girl, I think I've got, I said, I think I have perioral dermatitis, which means dermatitis around the mouth. She said it's periorificial dermatitis. It might be the same thing. Um, anyway, and it like, it can happen if you like from like using strong topical things. Um, and like apparently fluorinated toothpaste, which is really interesting to me. It says often the cause is unknown, but so like, I think I, like from what I watched on, TikTok from like TikTok dermatologists talking about this. I was like, I caused this to myself. I irritated my skin. I over exfoliated. I used too many new products that were like too harsh on my skin. So now I just have to gently wash my face with water. And then I have to use, um, I've got a slather Vaseline on my face. Um, just like around my mouth, like it's just, it's like irritated and like, she said it could take up to four weeks to totally go away, but I did put Vaseline on last night and I did notice that it helped, but I did put on makeup today and that wasn't good of me. So I'm going to try not to wear a lot of makeup this weekend. So like my skin can breathe and like try to recover. Um, and I, I hate that Vaseline and Aquaphor both not cruelty free. So if anybody has a cruelty free alternative, let me know, but I've had a thing of Vaseline for like years. So I wonder if that's going to clog my pores. Whatever, I've been using it. So I've had that. So I'm using that because I wasn't buying a new one. But if anybody has a good cruelty-free alternative to Aquaphor specifically, let me know. Because, like, my skin does get really dry in the winter. So I like to do some, like, slugging at night sometimes, you know. Coat my whole face in, like, a thick lotion. And, like, I'm not going to buy Aquaphor because I don't have any. I'd had a small tube at some point. When I got something done at dermatologist, they gave me a little tube of it. But... I lost it or I finished it and um I just shit what was I saying what was I saying 
oh, but so I don't want to buy it because it's not cruelty-free. And, like, I really, really, really try to only buy cruelty-free when there's an option. But I was looking online, and, like, I wasn't really finding many, like, alternatives for, like, slugging and, like, healing lotions like Vaseline and Aquaphor online. I wasn't really finding anything that wasn't, like, a lot of money. So if you guys have any alternatives, let me know. I did see one thing about maybe just shea butter. I don't know. If any of you have recommendations, please let a girl know. Maybe I'll post on TikTok about that. I feel like TikTok will, like, come in clutch with recommendations, but we'll see. One time I asked for recommendations and, like, that video just didn't go. I feel like my TikToks have been hurting lately. Like, I don't know if I, I, there's definitely been times when I've been shadow banned and I'm like, I don't know why, what I did to upset TikTok. I wonder if it's because I talk about, um, ADHD and my Adderall sometimes, but I always don't type it the right way. Like I'll like, you know, I'll type it weird so it wouldn't like trigger it, but I feel like it's still getting me shadow banned sometimes. So I think I can't say the word Adderall anymore in my videos. I'll just have to say my ADHD medication. Anyway. So that's your update. I've got periorficial dermatitis around my mouth, which is just like, it's just red and dry and irritated and like little red bumps. That's all that is. It's not like gross. Like it doesn't look gross. It's just like, it's itchy though, because it's dry. Um, and I'm starting working again next week. And I decided I want to work like in human rights, like justice type work because I, so we could do like a whole episode about this, but essentially like in law school, I've been like, like the past like couple years, I've been like, what do I even want to do? Like what type of law? Like none of it even sounds like it excites me. Like, do I even want to be a lawyer? And then when I started taking this transgender and reproductive justice class, I was like, this is what I want to do. It's this stuff. It's the justice work, the human rights work. This is what made me want to go to law school. And I like lost that at some point, taking all the required boring classes and stuff, but like, that's the shit I want to do. So, um, but we can talk all about like figuring out your career we'll do an episode about it this um semester but like so I have a new like a new sense of purpose now that I'm like I know what I want to do so I'm gonna start looking at jobs I'm excited now that I kind of have direction before I was just like I'm just looking at small firms and applying to anything that like doesn't need a cover letter that's small but now that I feel like I have a purpose um I want to do that so I'm gonna apply to jobs so I'm excited but those are your updates for you so let's get into, oh, let's get into the Taylor Swift talk, guys. I'm excited for this. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, so let's talk Taylor Swift. 
and the NFL first. I'm just going to talk a little bit about the AI thing later because I don't know as much about it. Um, I'm just going to give you the basic rundown, like in case you like missed what was happening. But right now we're talking Taylor Swift and the NFL. So let's let's just start with the basics. So that's two, two people say to me, one of them like wasn't actually mad about it, but it was just like, we talked about this, but I've also like seen plenty of people mad online. My cousin got in a fight with someone the other day on Facebook because she was like, I can't, I can't sit and like, just watch, like, listen to this happen. Like this ridiculous. I can't sit by. So let's first talk about people being like, Ugh, I'm sick of Taylor Swift. And like, I'm annoyed with Taylor Swift because the NFL keeps showing her during the chiefs games. Okay. Let's start with the first, the first issue there. We're going to get further into this first thing. You are mad at Taylor Swift because the NFL is choosing to show her on the TV. So we see there the first problem, getting mad at the person who's not doing anything except being there, watching her boyfriend at work, play his sport. She's there to support Travis Kelsey. She is there to watch him play and support him and have fun at a game like anybody can do, like people love to do. So that's the first problem. And it's mostly men, though there are some women, though I have found, I was talking to my friend about this the other day, who like is on my side with this and she's not a Swifty for like clarification. This friend is not a Swifty. And like this whole thing that I'm about to explain to you, she was like, this makes so much sense. There's no reason anyone could think anything else. Like this is just like business logic. Like this is business, not even 101. It's a little more than business 101, but this is like a business minded concept and a business thing. So she's not a Swifty and she fully supported everything that I'm about to say to you. So I just want that to be clear. So you know, I'm not like making this argument because I am a big Taylor Swift fan. It is because I heard this and I was like, this is ridiculous. First off, you're getting mad at a woman because they are being shown by TV. Taylor Swift does not have control over the NFL's cameras. So that is the first problem. And like I said, it is mostly men that are like complaining about this. There, there have been some women as well, but I was talking to my friend, as I was saying, and we think that like the women that do seem to be complaining about it are women that are like being like, oh, I'm not like other girls. I'm like kind of like the pick me girls that are like, I'm not like other girls. I'm not like other women. Like I like sports. Like I, I am like, <laughs> first off. You want to stand here and be like, I'm not like women. I'm like men. Okay. Do men have a great reputation in this world? Have they had a great reputation many a times? Mm, no. Why do you want to be like, I'm not like other women. I'm like the men. Girly, you're a girly. You should be happy. You should be happy being a girly. Not happy in that like we are better off. Like, because we're, we're going to get into the sexism of this. Don't you worry about it. But, um. Like being, you know, like, you know, what I'm talking about the pick me girls. They're like, I'm not like other girls. Like I like sports. I like to hang out with the guys. Like, I don't, I don't have a lot of friends that are girls because like guys are less drama. Like, oh my God, the amount I've had so much drama with guys, like guys are dramatic too. Come on. Anyway. So that's the first problem. The people, mostly men being like, Ugh, I'm tired of saying Taylor Swift. Like, why do we keep seeing her on the TV? Like, okay. So that's the first problem. Problem number two. You also can't get mad at the NFL about this. 
And this is a lot of what we're going to talk about because the thing with getting mad at Taylor Swift, that's so clear cut just being like, just blaming her, which probably has a, that's got like an underlying tone of sexism of like, we don't want to see her. Like, you know, like we don't want to see her on the TV when we're watching sports. We don't want to see Taylor Swift. Like we want to watch our sports. Like they're not showing her in the middle of a play. They show her after a play happens. It's like when they show anybody's face after a play happens, like Mama Kelsey, if they show someone at an awards show, like just like somebody's reaction to something, like they're not, you're not missing your football. Like the football is all being shown. Otherwise there would be nothing for her to react to. Like, you know, okay. So that's the first, first problem. Second problem, as I said, you can't blame the NFL. And the reason I say you can't blame the NFL for doing this is because the NFL is first and foremost a business, one of the biggest businesses in the country. So you can not blame the NFL for seeing an opportunity to make money and taking it when they are first and foremost a business. They're serving their clients by having these sports, but they, uh, clients, sorry, I'm used to speaking like a lawyer or a law student, serving their customers by having these sports. But you know what? You know what's going to keep football going? Building their viewership base. So, we're going to get into some stats here. And this is all business minded. You can't blame the NFL for showing someone on the screen every once in a while, which someone said to me, the show her every five seconds. It's literally not every five seconds because most plays take more than five seconds. And Travis isn't even in every single play and they do not show her after every single play. I have watched the games. I've watched the games. So the exaggeration, like, ugh, please. Anyway, sorry told you I'm very passionate about this because it just oh it annoys me so much when people just like hate something that is popular just to hate it like be like oh this is my thing which is very much like the the men and the like pick me girls are like no sports are my thing like okay so the reason you can't get mad at the NFL they're a business and they see a business opportunity and they're gonna take it and you know what this we're going to get into the long term effects and how this is good in other ways um, and get into like the sexism of it all and like how this is like fighting sexism in some ways and like helping with the long term. But we're just going to go into the basics right now. I'm going to tell you, I have this article from Forbes. Forbes is generally reliable with information. I have this article from Forbes and it has the stats of how much Taylor has increased viewership. And it says this is compared to the season to date average Sunday night football. So um, this was after, was this after the first game she was at? Sorry, I like, I like skimmed this article. Okay. Okay, so NFL is always trying to increase their female viewership base. They're not good at it because what do they do? As this Forbes article says, they shrink it, pink it, is how they try to increase their female fan base. They're like, we're just going to make pink versions of things. Like, we don't, we don't want, like, we love pink. But we don't want you to just make something pink. It's like women's razors when they charge more and make them pink. It's the pink tax. Anyway, regardless. So, um... Let's just say how she helped the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey, first off. 400% spike in his jersey sales. That's insane. And now we're looking at the viewership after this article was written. It says it hit a peak 
of like the increase in female viewership compared to the season today average of Sunday Night Football. So pre-Taylor Swift attending the football games this season is what the comparison is of like what this percentage increase is. So we saw a 53% increase in female viewers aged 12 to 17. 53%. That's more than half. That means you take like half of what it was and you like do it again. 53% increase. And then we saw a 30, and that was for ages 12 to 17 female viewers. Um, And I will say these stats, like we're just seeing female viewers. So we're not getting like stats on like non-binary and um, yeah, non-binary, someone that doesn't identify as male or female. We're not getting those stats here, but Taylor Swift also has a lot of fans in the LGBTQ realm. So I have to imagine Um, which includes a lot of like non-binary people. And I have to imagine that like she has some non-binary fans as well that maybe have also started watching football. So we don't have that in here. I just have the female stats. I'm sorry. This is just what the article has. Um, And I didn't see another one. But um, so like with the actual like numbers that I was looking for with these percentages. Um, So it was a 53% increase in female viewers aged 12 to 17. A 34% increase in female viewers above 35 Oh, why is this out of order? Sorry, 24% increase in female viewers aged 18 to 24 and a 34% increase in female viewers above the age of 35. So that was 53%, 24%, and 34%. Do you hear those numbers? You think the NFL is going to never show Taylor's face on TV when it's increasing their viewership by that much? That is like doing so much for them in like even just the short term, even in the like current, like what is this doing for the NFL now? You hear those increases, those increases in viewers. That is huge for the NFL. That is huge. Like females make up, I don't know the exact number. I am not like a, a mathematician, a gender studies person. Like I'm in law school. Um, I don't have these stats. I didn't look them up. Maybe I should have looked them up. I'm sorry. But if anybody has them, like they can comment it under my post about the episode if they want to. Um, Anyway, so we have this increase. So obviously the NFL is going to take advantage of this. And you might be like, oh, they're just doing this like to make a little more money now. Like, okay, even if it is just to make more money now, how can you get mad at that? They're a business. And about like the not getting mad at that, everybody knows like baseball is a dying sport. I love baseball. You all know that I grew up around baseball, but baseball is a dying sport. And so they're always looking to increase their viewership. The NFL just had such an easy way to increase their viewership by increasing female viewership by 53% in one age bracket, 24 in another and 34 in another. That was such an easy increase just by showing Taylor Swift on the TV every once in a while. And you know what? Why are you getting mad about seeing her have fun? That she's just like a girl having fun, watching football. Like we all, we all want to be that. We all just want to be a girly having fun, watching football with no cares in the world for the two, three hours we're watching the football game. Like it's great. We love that shit. Anyway, so you can't get mad because like baseball's a dying sport. NFL lovers, NFL fans, you men. You pick me, girls. Tell me. Are you going to get mad that something that you like is getting more support and that's going to help it stay around for longer? 
Can you get mad about that? It reminds me of when people get mad when uh, more people start like listening to an artist that like a musical artist that they like and they're like oh my god now it's like so much harder to get tickets like I liked this person before they were big and now it's so annoying like you're mad that someone that you like is getting the recognition that you thought they deserved before they got it like you're like I like this person I like going to their shows I enjoy their performances you like can't get mad about people liking something that you already liked like you liked it because it's good it's like when you get mad at people for um liking popular things in general like when you're like oh people are like people that like um pumpkin spice lattes are so basic they're so dumb they're just like hopping on the track like no it's it's popular because it's good it's stuff like that but even like we're talking about like people liking something that they didn't like before and that is like the people starting to listen to an artist that you like and then getting mad that more people are listening to it because you're like now it's gonna be so hard to get tickets like now like I liked this person before like this is my like this is my artist that I like like no you should want the things that you like to get the recognition they deserve hang on Lorelai give me one second Lorelai it's just your friend she's in her room come here um anyway so like you should you should like that people are liking what you like because it's going to help the thing that you like the person that you like stick around for longer and (gasps) hang on I've got to let Lorelai out of the room okay anyway so the like not wanting people to start watching the thing that you have enjoyed watching and you enjoy like spending time doing gets me into the aspect of sexism that we see here and that is not wanting women (laughs) in a space being like like gatekeeping this even though this is literally like football is so american it's such an american thing to watch football on sundays so and men i feel like men are always like oh my girlfriend won't watch football with me but now that women are watching football more women are watching football men are mad because they're like it might not be the same men it's probably not the man that's like i wanted my girlfriend to watch football with me it's probably other ones maybe they don't have women i don't know not my business. I don't know them individually, but, um, it's like, we're seeing this kind of like pattern of sexism that we see in a lot of situations that are like traditionally male dominated. When women come in, men not wanting women to be in that space and be like, this is a man's space, but it's only a man's space because when the thing was created, the society was even more patriarchal than it used to be like men were the breadwinners the leaders of the family I don't know if leaders the right word the head head of the family but so we're seeing this pattern of sexism that we see in a lot of things of not wanting women in a space that's traditionally male dominated there is no reason that the girlies cannot enjoy and watch football even if they're just watching it to see Taylor Swift on the TV, to see her boyfriend Travis Kelsey play. Like, he's one of the best tight ends in the game. If they're watching Travis Kelsey, so be it. He's great. We should all be watching him. Just, so we're just like, we're seeing that sexism and that's, that's something that we don't like, obviously. We are not a fan of sexism over here at this podcast. So that's one of the things. So we're seeing that sexism. And going into that, I want to talk a little bit about how showing Taylor Swift on the TV is actually helping fight sexism and like sexism allegations in the NFL. So sports that are like 
televised sports, like the big ones, because some women's sports are televised, like the soccer and stuff, but less people watch it. The like, which is another, that's a problem for a separate reason, but I don't know so much about like that history and stuff, but we're just talking about women watching male men playing sports. We're talking, that's what we're talking about here. We're not getting into like the women's sports. We're just talking about women watching men playing football. That is what we were speaking of today. So traditionally in the sports industry, we see a lot of sexism, whether it's like from players where we've seen like players get accused of like domestic abuse and domestic assault. And then they're not like kicked off their team and they're allowed to keep playing and they're like backed up by their team. And we see women not many women working in the spaces like outside of the players being men like there's plenty of other roles in sports like my dad worked in baseball my entire childhood and like there were women that worked in his office as well and I like that it was good to see them in there but I feel like when I started out there was just the one woman and she was like um what's the the money person the bank the teller the no not a bank teller the mm, accountant accountant maybe an accountant comptroller something like that you know she handled the money anyway but it was predominantly men and I have seen that change like even like I saw that change like throughout my childhood and more women working in the office but um anyway so predominantly like sports are pretty gatekeepy and pretty male dominated so this is like something that the NFL is always dealing with like different claims of like sexism and just like with all the different things from like the side of like not enough women working for the NFL working for the individual teams with the like assault claims and stuff on the players or the coaches like anyone um so by the NFL choosing to show Taylor Swift more it's them showing like we like having her here we like having women here this is a safe space for women. We want women watching football. We want them here. We want them watching the games with us. We want them enjoying it. So that's helping the NFL in that respect. It's also helping kind of on the flip side. It's helping fight sexism for like young girls to see and be like, wow, my favorite artist, Taylor Swift, like this really famous, this really famous girly is out here watching football. Like maybe I want to watch football. Like this, this could be something that I do. Like I like, like maybe I should try watching football. It's okay for girls to watch football. It's not a guy thing. I can watch football and it's fun. I like watching football. So it, oh, hi Lorelai. She's back. She had to go see my roommate because she came back inside. But Lorelai is now back with us. She's keeping my toesies warm. Are you warming my toe? Are you chewing on your foot? Don't do that. Don't do that. I'll cut your nails later. Anyway, so um, as I was saying, so it's it's fighting the sexism for like the NFL showing like we like having women here. We want women here, which like they need to show that they want women here and that they like having them here because that's how they keep their female viewership increased. So if like Taylor Swift's at the games... And they're choosing to show other people and not her, you know, like it is what it is, but they're going to take the business opportunity to show her if it's going to increase female viewership. But in them doing that to help them as a business to increase viewership, it's also helping them as a business by fighting this issue of sexism and showing like we want women here. So not just sexism, sexism in the NFL, but like the gatekeeping of like men being like this is 
a male dominated space. This is for this is for the bros. Like the bros are here. Like football is for the bros on Sundays. Like this is it's like fighting all of that at the same time and showing like little girls like, oh, men can't keep us out of watching sports. Like we we can like sports too. We can watch sports too. Like I like this. I like football. And do you know what this is doing? Like this is in the short term it's doing this, but do you know what it's doing for these girls that are all going to start watching football? I for one, like I've always liked football. It's one of it's the sport that I like watching the most. I like going to a baseball game, but I like watching football the most. But for like some people that like weren't like if you've never had a reason to watch football or like you weren't introduced to it, you might not know that you like it until you start watching it. So a lot of these girls that start watching football to see Taylor Swift might be like, I actually like watching this. This is fun. Or it's just going to become like part of their like a weekend ritual, like on Sundays they watch football because maybe they started getting together with their friends to watch football. Um, and some of these women have children. They have little girls or they're going to have children one day. And so this is going to help the NFL in the long term. And also, Lorelai, are you okay? She's eating a piece of cardboard, I think. Th- that's not good for you. Did you just swallow that? Sorry, we're having, we're having a dilemma over here. Anyway, so to recap... This is going to increase viewership, not just in the short term with those numbers I said, the 53%, the 24%, and the 34%. This is going to increase in the long term because it's starting these new traditions. I said rituals. I meant like traditions, like it's a Sunday tradition. We watch football. Um, So it's going to increase viewership in the long term, which is, again, going to help keep football thriving instead of them like being a dying sport like baseball. So this is good for the NFL. So if you like football, you like the NFL, you can't be mad about what the NFL is doing, like simply showing Taylor Swift like a few times, like a a large handful of times every Chiefs game. It's one game a week that we're seeing her at. One game a week. And again, you're not missing any of the football. Like they show all that. They're showing her reaction after different plays. And it'll be like a two second clip. It'll be two seconds for like making a face, like cheering, arms in the air. Like, okay, so people need to relax and it's helping in the long term. So to recap all of this, before we get into the whole AI thing of it all, because that, that shit was insane. I remember when I saw those pictures and I was like, bro, what the fuck? And I sent it to my sister. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. Anyway, so to recap, you can't get mad at Taylor because Taylor is not controlling the cameras. You can't get mad at the NFL because they're a business and this is a way to make money in increase and increase female viewership. And you can't get mad at... You can't get mad at the NFL because it's it's fighting um, sexism, increasing their long-term viewership by increasing it so much in the short term. Like even if those like the 53%, the 24 and 34, don't say those numbers, it's still going, some of those people are going to stick because they're going to realize they like football and it's a weekly tradition now and it's going to get passed on to their children and their families. So it's like a long-term thing and it's showing little girls that like, Hey, we could be here. Look at my, like, look at this girl who's a great role model. Taylor Swift is a great person. Her, her private jet emissions are a conversation for another day, but like, come on guys, we don't want her flying commercial. Should she fly a little bit less? Like, is she flying sometimes when she shouldn't? Yes, but she can't fly commercial. That would literally be such like a, a hazard for everyone. Um, like that would just cause like so much chaos. It would not be good. It would not be safe. But, um, anyway, but other than her, 
CO2 emissions, Taylor Swift is a really good model. She's really good model, really good role model for young girls to see like this powerful woman that's like at the top of her industry when like so many industries are dominated by men to like see her. She worked her way to the top and be like, I can be at the top one day and I can watch football. Girls can watch football. So it's good in all these different ways that you can't be mad at it. All this is doing is good for not just football, but good for our society, which has so many issues, so many things riddled with sexism. Like it's, it's just, it's good. It's a good thing. And if you don't, if you don't see that after I just explained literally the business of it all and how like her being a good role model is like what's, because that's also why she's so popular because she's a good role model. So that's what's bringing in all of the viewers. So if you can't see from a business perspective why the NFL is doing this and why you can't get mad at it because it's actually going to help the NFL in the long term to stay around. Again, reminder, baseball is a dying sport and I love baseball. Um, Not bashing on baseball. It's just like it is. It's a fact. Um, Baseball is struggling. And we do you want to see if you like football, you don't want to see football struggling because you don't want to see like teams getting cut and stuff that you like. Like you want to. You want to keep seeing all of this happen. You want to keep seeing all the football. So that's our recap on that. So if you have any questions or anything you want me to go in deeper on that, let me know. I'd I'd be happy to talk about it again on another episode. But I just, uh, I could literally talk about this all day because it's just, it's insane. Maybe I'll make a short little TikTok about it. Um, But okay, so let's, let me take a quick breather to get some water. And then we'll talk about the AI scandal, okay? Okay, so I'm just going to briefly touch on the AI thing with Taylor Swift. So, and then we'll talk a bit about her new album and what I think it's going to be about. But um, the main part of the episode, like, was the NFL thing, because I'm very passionate about that. I think it's a, like, you can't get mad at her and, like, it's a good business move. But anyway, moving into AI. So if you didn't see, somebody used AI to create these really nasty, inappropriate pictures of Taylor Swift And they were posted all over Twitter. I'm sure they ended up on other social media sites too. Um, And they were like up for, I think it was over 24 hours before they were taken down. Um, A lot of this information, I will tell you, I did get from a TikTok posted by DadChat, who is one of my favorite TikToker. Like his TikTok is at DadChat. His actual name is Dylan and his wife is MomChat. So if you follow her, you can easily find him. But DadChat is his at. And he posted a really good video explaining this and the law of it. I don't remember the name of the law, so I'm going to explain, like, the baseline. But it is a legal issue. So that's pertinent, you know, law student, legally, NYC. Anyway, so um, essentially these photos were up for, like, 24 hours before they got um, taken down and really taken care of by Twitter, which I refuse to call X. It is Twitter. Um, It's always been Twitter. It is Twitter. It's Twitter to me. Anyway, so the usually when like something like photos go up, they um, and it's like harmful to someone. 
you can't sue the website. There's like these protections in place where you can't sue these social media sites. You can't sue Instagram for something that was put on Instagram. You can't sue Twitter for something put on there. You can't sue Facebook for something to put on there. You can sue the person that posted it. You can sue the person that made the content, but you can't usually sue the, um, the company. You can't sue them. So what's going on here though, and it might, there's an opportunity to kind of change this precedent. Like generally it's that there, there's no law that they have to, there's no law that like mm, puts any liability on the social media site. I think that's a good way of putting it. There's no liability on them for these things. That's why you can't sue them, but there is something in place. I don't remember the name of it or the exact wording, but essentially it's like a good, like good Samaritan type rule. So it's like, they can't get in trouble, but they are supposed to like do the best they can to like take something down that they know is harmful and false. So if it's false and harmful, so essentially like fraud type thing, they are supposed to do what they can to take it down. And, um, in this case, since it was up for so long, like you could argue that they didn't do enough. Like they didn't step in soon enough. Like it was very clear that this stuff was circulating and it took a while before they like even blocked search of Taylor's name on Twitter. So, um, hang on Lorelai. Um, so what's happening here is that we could set a new precedent where they, these, hang on Lorelai, where these, okay, one second. Sorry, Lorelai is really like moving out and about today. Um, anyway, so instead of it being like this good Samaritan thing, it could turn into like a requirement that these websites, these social media sites could be held liable when they do not take action soon enough, when they should be taking action. Because at this point, there's no liability on it. And like people have said, like this has happened to plenty of girls, like the amount of times like fake pictures have gone around since like AI has been a thing. Like people are, I forget what the name is for these, um, for these like gross like nude pictures like there's a name for these fake like AI generated photos but um it's like unfortunate that it would have to come to like somebody like Taylor Swift having this happen to her for it to make a change but because she is so influential we could see a change in the law now and then that will help people going forward so we could see that the these social media sites sorry my brain is slowly getting tired the Adderall is definitely wearing off which is good because I'm almost done anyway so we could see this change and that would be great going forward but um so we'll have to wait and see and definitely like she, I think Taylor hasn't decided yet. Like her team hasn't decided yet if they're going to, to try to sue Twitter, but I'll definitely keep you guys updated as I hear things about that. And again, you should definitely watch Dad Chat's original video where he talked about the actual, like the law name and stuff that involves all of this. Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if Taylor does, Taylor's team does pursue litigation against Twitter because it we could see a change in the law because she is big enough for the case to get enough attention for a court to be like, maybe like this is like an issue that we should like hear and like deal with this. So, um, so I'm like hoping we see a change in the law, but we'll have to wait and see, but it's just like, it's awful that that happened to her, but it is really interesting. We'll see that where that goes. Okay. Okay. So that was the big stuff. Now we're just going to talk about, there's a new album coming out, the tortured poets department. And immediately, 
upon hearing that, I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. It's giving folklore. It's giving, oh, Lorelai, don't lay on the cord. Okay. It's giving folklore. It's giving ever more vibes. And I still hope that it kind of is like more folklore, ever more vibes and like the style of music. But my sister did see that it's like not funk pop, electric pop or something. She saw somewhere it might have to do with like when it was trademarked. And Lorelai stopped touching the cord. It's very delicate. She's laying between my legs now. She wanted snuggles. Um, Anyway, but so when I read all the lyrics, I was like, oh, this is an entire diss album to Joe Alwyn. And like, if you know me, you know my thoughts on Joe Alwyn. I'm of the thought, what's the word I'm looking for? The thought, not thought process. I'm part of the thought circle, like of the belief. That's not the word I'm looking for. I'm of the thought, what's the word? I feel like it's a philosophy term that I'm looking for. Anyway, I'm of the belief that Joe Alwyn did keep Taylor Swift locked up for six years. I think that she did enjoy her first couple years of a private relationship because this was after she was getting so much shit from the public, like from all the media. It was after, hi, after 1989, after reputation, um, during reputation, like reputation, like half the songs are about him. So I think it was like, it was a nice it was refreshing to kind of like have a private relationship, but she is like Taylor Swift. She is, she's is our public girly. She loves me. Did your tummy just growl? Are you, you already dinner? Are you okay? I love you. <laughs> anyway, so like she, like we saw her, like she was thriving when she started walking around New York again, like going out with her friends. Like she's so, she's like, she seems like she's like the happiest been in a, been in a while. Like you can see in her eyes, like she's genuinely happy and in love, but this album is not going to be about Travis Kelsey at all because they just started dating this past um, late summer, fall. So it won't be about him at all. It's going to be the Joe Alwyn of it all. She said it's been a secret for two years. So I don't know if it was done then or she's been working on it. I don't know if she's been like waiting for a time to release it we don't know exactly but like some of the song names like but daddy I love him which my sister told me is a little mermaid quote which I didn't realize but I was like you're right but anyway it's just like you can see Taylor Swift being like and goodbye London you know like it's gonna be the torment of the part of the relationship where like it was like do we stay together do we not stay together like I love him but it's not working and like because he just wanted to keep it so private that like in the end it was like it couldn't go on like that. Like he didn't even, he wouldn't even speak about her. He didn't want to be seen with her. And now she's in this happy relationship with Travis Kelsey, where he loves talking about her on his podcast. Like he's, he wants to flaunt her. He wants to show her off and like, she should be with someone that wants to show her off, but like they can still, like they were dating for quite a while before we found out about it. Like they're still able to keep like a lot of stuff private, but they're able to go out in public together and make appearances and have fun. And it's just like, it's good to see you're happy, but I'm excited for this album. It's going to be so dramatic, so emo. It's going to be, oh, it's going to be great. Okay. That's what I have for today for you guys. If you guys have any other Taylor Swift questions, um, if you want me to ever talk about like other Taylor Swift lawsuits, like the $1 thing when she sued that guy, like happy to do it but I don't know if you guys care that much about Taylor Swift but this one needed to be said this like whole business aspect with the NFL and like I just need to talk about it okay all right anyway great talking to you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you next week bye oh wait I always forget you can follow me at Legally NYC Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. But I don't really use the TikToks so on Instagram. You can follow my personal pages at Erin.Lindsay13 on Instagram and TikTok. And I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>